It's story time by our favorite English author, Annette Blyton, The Enchanted Wood. Chapter 6, Moonface and the Slippery Slip. The children clung to the top branches of the faraway tree, whilst the rabbit slid down a bit lower. They could still hear the gay music of the roundabout land as it swung round overhead. We'd better get home, said Joe in rather a quiet voice. It's been just a bit too exciting. Come on then, said Bessie, beginning to climb down. It will be easier to get down than it was to climb up. But Fanny was very tired. She began to cry as she clung to her branch. She was the youngest and not so strong as Joe and Bessie. I shall fall, she wept. I know I shall fall. Joe and Bessie looked at one another in alarm. This would never do. There was such a long way to fall. Fanny, dear, you simply must try, said Joe gently. We've got to get home safely. But Fanny clung to her branch and wept great tears. The two rabbits looked at her, most upset. One put his paw into her hand. I'll help you, he said, but Fanny wouldn't be helped. She was tired out and afraid of everything now. She wept so loudly that two birds nearly flew off in fright. Just as the other were really in despair, a small door flew open in the trunk of the tree not far below, and a round, moon-like face looked up. Hey there, what's the matter? shouted the moon-faced person. A fellow can't get any sleep at all with that awful noise going on. Fanny stopped crying and looked at Moonface in surprise. I'm crying because I'm frightened of climbing down the tree, she said. I'm sorry I woke you up. Moonface beamed at her. Have you got any toffee? he asked. Toffee? said everyone in surprise. What do you want toffee for? To eat, of course, said Moonface. I just thought if you had any toffee to give me, I'd let you slide down my slippery slip. You get down to the bottom very quickly that way, you know. A slide all the way down the faraway tree, cried Joe, hardly believing his ears. Good gracious, whoever would have thought of that? I thought of it, said Moonface, beaming again just like a full moon. I let people use it if they pay me toffee. Oh, said the three children and looked at one another in dismay, for none of them had any toffee. Then Joe shook his head. We've no toffee, he said, but I've a bar of chocolate, a bit squashy but quite nice. Won't do, said Moonface. I don't like chocolates. What about the rabbits? Haven't they got any toffee either? The rabbits turned out their pockets. They had a very curious collection of things, but no toffee. Sorry, said Moonface and slammed his door shut. Fanny began to cry again. Joe climbed down to the door and banged on it. Hi, old Moonface, he shouted. I'll bring you some lovely homemade toffee next time I'm up the tree if you'll let us use your slippery slip. The door flew open again and Moonface beamed out. Why didn't you say so before, he asked. Come in. One by one, the rabbits and the children climbed down to the door and went in. Moonface's house in the tree was very peculiar. It was one round room, and in the middle of it was the beginning of the slippery slip that ran down the whole trunk of the tree, winding round and round like a spiral staircase. Round the top of the slide was a curved bed, a curved table, and two curved chairs made to fit the roundness of the tree tree trunk.
The children were astonished and wished they had time to stay for a while. But Moonface pushed them towards the slide. "You want a cushion each," he said. "Hi, you rabbit! Take the top one and go first." One of the rabbits took an orange cushion and set it at the top of the slide. He sat down on it, looking a little nervous. "Go on, hurry, hurry up!" said Moonface. "You don't want to stay all night, do you?" He gave the rabbit a hard push, and the rabbit slid down the slippery slope at a tremendous pace. His whiskers and ears blown backwards. Joe thought it looked a lovely thing to do. He went next. He took a blue cushion, sat on it at the top of the slide, and pushed off. Down he went on his cushion, his hair streaming backwards. Round and round and round went the slippery slip inside the enormous trunk of the old tree. It was quite dark and silent, and lasted a very long time, for the faraway tree was tremendously tall. Joe enjoyed every second. When he came to the bottom of his feet, he. When he came to the bottom, his feet touched a sort of trap door in the trunk at the foot, and the trap flew open. Joe shot out and landed on a big tuft of green moss, which was grown there to make a soft landing place. He sat there out of breath. Then he got up quickly, for he didn't want Bessie or Fanny landing on top of him. Bessie went next. She flew down on a fat pink cushion, gasping for breath, for she went so fast. Then Fanny went on a green cushion, and then the other rabbit. One by one, they shot out of the strange little trap door, which closed itself tightly as soon as the slider had gone through. They all sat on the ground, getting their breath and laughing. For it really was funny to shoot down inside a tree on a cushion. The rabbits stood up first. We'd better be going, they said. So pleased to have met you. They disappeared down the nearest burrow, and the children waved goodbye. Then Joe stood up. Come on, he said. We really must get home. Goodness knows what the time is. Oh, what a lovely way of getting down the faraway tree that was! Said Bessie, jumping to her feet. It was so quick. I loved it. Said Fanny. I'd like to climb the tree every single day, just so that I could slide down that glorious slippery slip. I say, what do we do with the cushions? At that moment, a red squirrel dressed in an old jersey came out of a hole in a trunk. Cushions, please," he said. The children gathered them up and handed them to the squirrel one by one. They were quite. Used to hearing animals talk to them now, are you going to carry all these cushions up the tree to Moonface? Asked Fanny in wonder. The squirrel laughed. Of course not, he said. Moonface lets down a rope for them. Look, here it comes. A rope. A rope came slipping down between the branches. The squirrel caught the end of it and tied the bundle of cushions firmly onto the rope. He gave three tugs, and the rope swung upwards again, taking the cushion with it. 
"Good idea," said Joe. And then they all turned to go home, thinking as they walked of the strange and exciting things that had happened that day. They came to the ditch and jumped across. They went down the lane and through their little back gate. By the time they reached the cottage, they were ready to drop with tiredness. Their mother and father were not home yet. Bessie, Bessie slippily made some bread and milk. They undressed whilst the milk was heating, and then ate their supper, sitting in their beds. "I'm not going up the faraway tree again," said Fanny, lying down. "Well, I am," said Joe. "Don't forget, we promised Old Moonface some homemade toffee." We can climb up to his house, give him the toffee, and slide down that slippery slip again. We don't need to go into any land at the top of the tree. But Bessie and Fanny were fast asleep, and very soon Joe was too, dreaming of the strange faraway tree and the curious folk who lived in its enormous trunk. End of chapter.